Hey everybody, it's Charity, and I am here today with very special guests that I'm so excited to have hanging out with me. We've got Ashley Kalati and Sam Cates from Common Skew. What's up, ladies? Hey, thanks so much for being here. So I wanted to bring them on um, for a couple of reasons. So first and foremost, when I told Mark that I had a crazy idea and I wanted to start a podcast highlighting the badass women of promo, he was the first one to say, what do you need? And so um, came on as a sponsor and has just been empowering this podcast and women and every other organization in the industry, it seems like for so long. So just to support Common Skew, wanted to showcase um, some of the people that make it happen. Um, and also uh, just you two in general, I know you've been a big support system um, for women in the industry and for me personally. So I uh, just wanted to uh, have a conversation about what's going on and talk about life at Common Skew and life in quarantine and life in general just being a a woman and promo and stuff (laughs) so uh first and foremost why don't you guys give us a little background ashley uh who are you and what do you do i know you've been on the podcast but um tell us a little bit about how you made it to common skew sure uh well when you mentioned mark it made me think that mark is like a gateway (laughs) but not like a drug in a good way um I ended up at Common Skew from a conversation that I had with Mark, um, where basically he told me, no, I can't work at Common Skew because I was with a company that was on the platform. Um, and then I kind of convinced him that he should hire me. <laughs> so that's how I ended up there. Um, but like, yeah, I'm a good really apple. Great. You should hire yeah. me. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's worth it. Come on. Um, so I've been with the company for just over two years. And it's been great. I mean, I really admired the company before I started working there. And I kind of, I picked them and I like focused in on it and I got it, which is funny because lately I've noticed that I do that with a lot of things in my, in my life. I get like super focused on things and then I have to know everything about them. Um, and this year with COVID and being in isolation, it's really brought that out in my personality, I think. It's kind of a good thing though, right? Like I feel like that is prospecting at its most simple and effective, right? Like figure out, put your eyes on a target, do everything you can, all the research and find out as much as possible so that you're armed and then you can go in and like get it. For sure. I mean, I'm not a stalker, but I'm like (laughs) slightly, slightly, (laughs) just a little bit. Um, but yeah, my role at Common Skew, I'm an account manager and Samantha is my boss. She's a senior account manager. Don't let her fool you. Yeah. Senior and not just because manager. I'm getting more and more gray hairs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Wrong use of senior, not wrong use, different use of senior here. Uh, yeah, no, I like it. The balayage, we talked about this before we came on camera. Like we're pretty sure that we've just invented this new grown out root look and we're totally okay with it. Quarantine has given us a new style, so. We're in it together. Okay. <laughs> Roots okay. and all. Look at us. <laughs> so Sam, how about you? Uh, tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do at Common Skew. And Sam, just um, so we have to geographically, I'm in Arizona, obviously Phoenix. Sam is in Florida and Ashley is in Canada, our neighbor to the north there too. So same company, different geographical locations. And then of course. Yeah. Yeah. So very, that. yeah, very different. No, similar, similar to Ashley. I'm, um, so I'm the VP of sales here. I, um, really got tired of Mark and Catherine just hounding me to come work there. I mean, they just were relentless and they were just chasing me and chasing me and chasing me. And 
you know, I finally just gave in, honestly, um, which is not at all what happened. It was, <laughs> but it sounds it's like the opposite good. of my story. Well, <laughs> uh, no, my story is similar. I, I um, had the chance to meet uh, Catherine at uh, an event where we were both on a, on a panel. And of course, like everybody who meets her, you're just like, whoa, where's, where did she come from? Uh, and we had connected on Facebook or something. And, uh, and, and I've been following the company and I kind of noticed hmm, nobody's running sales there. So I reached out to her and I said, if you ever, you know, think about wanting to kind of take it to the next level, want to bring someone on to kind of really run the sales team. And she, uh, we wrote back and we just had some really, really good chats. And I'm from Toronto originally. So when I went up there to kind of meet them both, it felt like going home. And it's, it's felt like home ever since. And that was over four years ago, which I can't believe. Uh, and it's really cool for me because I've been on different sides of the industry. I started off as a distributor and I've been on, you know, I've been in uh, worked. I was both in a, an affiliate of and worked for an affiliate type buying group. Um, and I've been on the supplier side, so it's been really, really cool to be able to kind of still work on all those different sides and work with suppliers, work with distributors, work in technology. Um, so it's been, it's been pretty cool that way to be able to kind of take all the life experience and kind of wrap it up into one box. Yeah. Oh, that's super cool. So Mm -hmm. what I love and I did not intend to. So basically the way to get a job at common skew is like stalking them (laughs) (laughs) until they hire you. I mean, it's, it's pretty simple. That's like, what you like, in life. I, yeah, well, I was saying, like, I wasn't planning on taking the uh, the podcast this way, but that's exactly it. Like, if you get what you want, or if you want to get what you want, you've got to go after yeah. it relentlessly. Yeah. Stop <laughs> that's my motto in life. Them, and then, yeah, follow then, us for more tips, and we'll share them with you. <laughs> go to jail together. <laughs> Uh, at least we're in good company. That's awesome. So I, yeah. I love hearing this, the stories of how you guys got there. And I think it's interesting too, Sam, you said something about um, like kind of the uh, amalgamation. That's a big word for early in the morning, but um, of all of your experience kind of coming together into one place. I think it's super interesting. I know in my situation, I've even seen that just being able to do this podcast, uh, I helped with promo kitchen. And so, well, Mark would record a podcast with promo kitchen and then, well, Charity's the social media director. And somehow I ended up doing the website editing. And so, uh, and podcast, uh, posting. And so I had to learn how to, you know, put things on SoundCloud, copy the HTML, put it into the thing. And so of course, when I started this, I kind of just, I was like, oh, I'll just do it how Promo Kitchen does it. Everything and comes together. Everything yeah. comes together. Yeah. So yeah. the distributor experience and the supplier experience. And so really interesting to see how we take and use things. I keep telling my daughter, I'm like, you know, you say that you don't need math, but when you come into promo, because you will one day, even though she's adamant, she won't, <laughs> like, you're going to have to learn how to use price codes. And that requires math. <laughs> and she's like, no. So I don't know. Yeah. We'll see. She will. Uh, she, we're going to get her, I think, between all three of us, especially. No, she's going to do it. So tell me a little bit about working for that crew too. So you mentioned Catherine, obviously a powerhouse uh, of promo to be sure, powerhouse in general, um, a mom raising children, uh, dealing with Mark's uh, <laughs> creativity <laughs> is the word that we were using. And, um, you know, just obviously building this empire what kind of, um, what does that look like on a daily for you? And how does her management style work to empower and just create the culture at Common Skew? 
I think they're like the perfect combination. You know, she's, she's like the brains behind the operation and he's kind of, um, hopefully (laughs) this doesn't come back to kick me in the butt, but he's kind of like the wild creative one. So they bounce off of each other really well. It's really, it's really cool. He's also, he is crazy smart, Mm -hmm. um, crazy smart. And he's very unassuming about that. You know, I know he's like very well educated, but he's also just very intelligent. So I think they have that in common that they're, they're, they're already up here in all the discussions that they must have together. Um, and you know, I'm not, uh, you know, privy to like every part of their life. We see how they work together. Right. But, right. um, they do complement each other. And I think the best relationships are ones that inspire, motivate and drive you crazy at the same time. Right. Because that's what's going to push you to be better. And so you see the best examples of that. And having been to their house, you know, several times and been around their kids, I think you can really tell a lot about a partnership when you see their kids and um, their, their kids are tremendous. I mean, it, I never leave there without feeling like I have got to go home and sign my kids up to every type of class and lesson. And like, where have I gone wrong? My kids basically spend their afternoons on oh, their phones. Oh, come on, but your kids are amazing. No, I mean, they are, no, no, it's not, it's not about that. But I mean, yeah. their kids are super you know, polite and, and intelligent and just little pieces of them. And you, you really, you really see it. So I always think that's such a good indication of how well a relationship functions. And so I, you can tell personally, it functions really well. The other thing I admire them as a couple um, is how much they really enjoy their time together. So I always think it's really cute when they, we used to be able to go on vacation that they would talk about how some of their best ideas came from these like epically long walks they would take and hikes and things like that. And those are, that's just, rare, right? Two people that just love to bounce things off each other. And I'm sure the, the logical side of her and the feeling side of him, you know, has its uh, ups and downs, but they really find common ground. And that's what it's like working for them. I, I agree with Ashley that Mark's kind of like this burst of energy in these ideas. And then she's just kind of like mic drops constantly of like, nope, that's not going to work. Or let me take the idea. And then in one sentence, she just makes it so much better. And you're like, how did you do that? Um, so it's just, it's really, it's really cool to kind of sit back and, and watch that. I love that. So what I'm hearing too, I love, well, so I know Mark is a big fan of Tony Shea um, and his work that he did uh, before he passed, obviously investing so much in the downtown revitalization project. And I know Tony um, had spoken at PBAI and one of the things that he talked about was his collision math and the idea that when, you know, people come together, there are those collisions and that, you know, breeds that not symbiotic relationship, but like little explosions of awesome where you're thinking about something and you have an idea and then somebody hears it. And with the way that they, you know, and their bias, they come into the situation and takes this idea and morphs it into, you know, I guess that synergistic relationships or whatever. So really fun to see that they've um, kind of mastered that at the business level. It takes a special kind of person, I think, to have that within your family. Um, and I love that you mentioned the kids too. It's so fun. I've, you know, met their kids a couple of times, of course, um, mostly digitally through uh, some of the stuff, but I love that they integrate them into the SKUCon events and different things like that too. So really just fun that they make it a family affair. So I think it starts with them is that, and this is what's rare is authenticity. I mean, these are two people who love this industry and not just love it. They see a future for it. That is that I did not see four years ago. I see it now. I I didn't, I didn't get it then. I didn't get that this industry could be bigger, better, more professional, more respected. Um, 
you know, something to really be proud of. And they saw that and they've always seen that and they, they believe in the entrepreneur. And so this persona that they give out into the public is exactly their persona in private. It is driven by making the industry better and each individual company better. And it's like, it's all they talk about. It's all they believe in. It's never been about monetary gain for them or power or because there's a million decisions they could have made that would have gotten them those things. Right. It's been about a true authentic desire to, to give back to this industry and to make it better. And it's like, it's super inspiring. That's so I think they awesome. also attract the right kind of people to their tribe. And I should, I should add that it wasn't just like I met Mark and then I wanted to work there, but I, I went to SKUCon a couple of times and I just, I fell in love with their big ideas and the transformation they were making in the industry. And I was like, I want to be with them. And so that led to like wanting to work with them. Um, and you see it with like everyone that works at Common Skew. I mean, we were talking about the long walks that Mark and Catherine would go on to come up with ideas. Well, Sam and I have done the same thing. Like one day we just walked all day and we talked about the industry and we talked about all our ideas and we were bouncing them off of each other. And it was like one it was of my like favorite seven hours, I think. Sam and Ashley moments. Like <laughs> it was so great. Um, and just having like really great people to work with is, is awesome. That's, I was, so I was going to bring that up next. You're talking about that. You're like, oh, you and Sam, you know, went on a walk. And I think that's one of the things that I see so much within the company, especially within you two as well. Like interesting relationship to have like your, you know, your, your boss or whatever, and be in a friendship like that. But I feel like common ski is very friendly and like that, even the name, I forget Mark told me about how it was started, but just like the, you know, trying to, you know, make a, friendly standard that everybody can, you know, what have you. And so um, how does that work too? Like just with your, you know, friend relationship, I know you guys ha uh, for work travel together, of course, and then you do marathons and things of that nature together. So how did that, how does that work? I'm assuming that's great for business until you disagree, or even when you disagree, like what happens? Tell us how that works. I'll let her take that one. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, well, I got to see what she says. I think <laughs> our relationship works really well. Although it seems like we're very similar. I think our personalities are very different. Um, so I think that's why we, we mesh so well. I don't know. I feel like we do. We work really well together. <laughs> Sam's gonna be like, we do. We do. Keep her <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, I, I'm not sure. Like it just. We're lucky. When you work in a small yeah. business, you get the the choice and the chance to work with people you like, you know, and why not? Why would you want to work with people you don't like? And, you know, I know there's the old school notion of like, you shouldn't be friends with people who work for you, but I've never really thought like we joke when she says, Sam is my boss. I always think that's, I mean, sure. It's not a company though that has like a hierarchy system like right. that. I think when I think of boss, I feel like it just, my role is different than hers. That's, that's, you know, my day to day is different, but I don't think of myself. I mean, I learn so much from her every day, you know, so I feel like that's very reciprocal. Um, and we, we are different. She's definitely the feeler. Um, <laughs> she's, she's like more Mark and I'm more Catherine. If we were exactly, to have, a, yeah. they had the child, it would be like, of us, <laughs> you know, and I think that works. And I respect what, what she brings to the table that I short at. And I know she respects what I bring to the table and mm -hmm. it just makes it so much more fun. Right. Yeah. And you can just do more when you're not worried about all this drama of like, Oh, backstabbing. And I don't like her. And she's trying to, you know, I would love Ashley to have my job one day, you know, and, and I've told her that from day one, 
that if, <laughs> if she wants it, that my job is to help her get there. Um, and that hopefully there's the next thing for me or something else for me, but I want to empower her to be the best version of herself and, and to meet her dreams and her goals. Awesome. I think a lot of that power babe shirt. I feel like that's just what you said, but leadership over, yeah, leadership over management. I'd be, I, that's what you don't, I don't think we hear that enough, but that's what I'm hearing Mm -hmm. is. And from the top down, like you're, you have an example that, you know, obviously is um, in the Mark and Catherine leadership style and they've hired people or employed people or attracted people that share that mindset, which is not a typical mindset. I feel like that's really atypical that people like to be the boss they sometimes have you know I don't want to say ego in a bad way but ego in a bad way where it's like fear me I am at the top kind of a thing and it speaks volumes to watch comments you grow and to see you guys here and all of that as well that it doesn't have to be the way that we're programmed to think it has to be it can be friendship and fun and business building we're spending how much of our lives working probably I would I'd love to say a third but who works eight yeah, hours a day anymore? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, that's half your life. Enjoy it for sure. Ashley, I, I kind of cut you off. Were you going to say something too before I was showing off my shirt? Sorry. Oh, no, <laughs> uh, it's all good. I was just going to say like one of the ways we get there is through transparency. And because most of the people at Commons you like I probably all of them want to be there and we're all working towards the same goal. And, you know, we're all hustling and you can see, like Sam can see what I'm doing in a day. She can see what, who I'm talking to, like, all of that kind of transparency. I don't worry um, if I need to take an hour off or something like that. Like just, you know, that transparency to know that we're all doing our part. Yeah. So talking about that, needing to take an hour off, that we're all doing our part and why might we need to take an hour off in the middle of a day, mm-hmm. in the middle of a pandemic? Um, how is that going? I know obviously Sam and I are in the United States and we are in crazy states that are just kind of a free for all at the moment. We're like, no masks, no things, just go play. And then of course you've got the polar opposite yeah. in I'm Canada. I'm in a crazy place too, just the opposite. Yeah. So where you guys are back in lockdown and, um, you know, rigid standards. So, you know, as far as your workday is concerned, like how is that going and what, what, do you need from the community? What would be nice or what ideas do you have um, from the community even? I'm thinking, I'm like, I'm talking as I'm thinking. So if it comes out weird, sorry about that. But I'm thinking like, how can we help support? Because I feel like that's what we all need right now is to know that it might appear that things are, oh, maybe quote unquote, going back to normal. And we've got some events starting up and things like that. But there are so many implications that go along with that. I don't know how to manage going back in person. Like there's an event today that I'm supposed to be at in 30 minutes. And I'm like, (laughs) I have 74 emails and 23 more zoom calls, like, ah, and then you can't go anywhere. So you're like, I'd love to go to an event in 30 minutes. So how is that working out for you? And, and, and how can we, what are you struggling with and how can we support you? It's been tough. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I mean, now the schools are closed here. We're back in stay at home orders. So I have to have flexibility with my job because I'm going to have to work around weird things. My, like, I'm going to have to look after my four, almost five-year-old. Um, I had a serious moment of FOMO last week, the week before when I found out that um, ASI Chicago was going ahead and that some people would get to go and I'm like, ah, oh, how can I get there? Like, I just have to accept that I will get there when it's the right time and I can't change what's happening right now. So how do I just, you know, be okay in the moment and allow myself to feel 
kind of sad about it. And then, you know, know that one day we will be together again. Like we will get there. So it has been tough. Yeah. I know for me personally, it was easier at the beginning of the pandemic in a sense. I hate to say it that way, but I was kind of relieved that I didn't have to be 12 million places. And that if there were two or three events going on at the same time, and I could only go to one because I haven't figured out a supplier that sells clones yet. Um, <laughs> but, you know, even st- like when it is all in person, it's like, okay, well now the pandemic, I'm like, nobody can go anywhere. So now all I'm missing out is Zoom calls, you know, and at first too, I'd had FOMO about Zoom calls. Like it's just innate to our personality too. Mm-hmm. But no, that's hard. The people in the industry, make it what it is. And I can totally understand, you know, especially with social media, um, you know, seeing that stuff come through and, you know, pictures and stories and people tagging people and smiling faces. So um, I can totally see that. So I don't know how to help you necessarily with that, except to say that I will be on Zoom with you. <laughs> we need extra Zoom yeah, calls. I think she needs yeah. like less of it too. Or less I mean, of it. Yeah. Just, yeah. I, I, I think, it's, it has been an incredible opportunity in some respects, aside from the horrible illness and, and death part of yeah. COVID, but mm-hmm. the, this pause of just like, how important are all the stuff that we think we have to do? And just the power of just being able to say no. I mean, there's all these memes going around of like, once you get the vaccine and people are back, you're still going to wish you could cancel plans, right? Like, you know, I, Jerry, you say that yes to everything. I have no idea how you do what you do, but I have... <laughs> you know, I have four kids and I have a busy job. And, you know, if, if I'm here or there, whatever, I now ask myself, like, is that really going to make a difference? You know, does that, do I really need to be at that or be on that call? And I unapologetically will just not go to some things and know that the people who love me are okay with that. Um, And I think, you know, for Ashley, she's got her nose pressed up on the glass differently. She doesn't have the choices that we do. Yeah. And um, the only way that I've felt that I could support her, and I think this is anyone, in, if you're managing people in Canada or in this kind of situation, is give them the space to, to decide what they want. Trust your teammates to know that they know when they need to work, but they also just might need a day. It's not fair to say, well, you're on lockdown, so why do you need a day off? You know, take a day off to watch movies in bed. You know, if that's going to recharge you and you just kind of need to step away do what you need to do to be the best version of yourself. If you can only give me one hour today, then I know it's going to be a great one hour. I have no doubt. Um, And come back tomorrow when you can give your six, seven, whatever that is again, but no sense in just like muddling through four or five hours of work and half-assing it um, and being distracted. Right. So my approach with, with everyone that was in lockdown in the beginning, which is, and we have someone else on the team that has very young kids too. Tell me what, what you can do. We'll make it work. Yeah. And keep me informed of what's going on. Like if the kids are sick, if you're just burned out, like just communication, transparency, that's, you know, Catherine's been so great to work for that way. I I never worry. I mean, I have a doctor's appointment today and uh, I tried to get one at like after four o'clock and then they, they had called yesterday and they said, we actually can't do that. Can you come earlier? I don't have to worry that like, if I have a 345 doctor's appointment, I'm going to get into trouble. Like I don't ever have to think about those things. And that's a huge blessing when you have family and and your your team knows that that they trust you yeah and I think that that makes you work twice as hard it's the very same thing at peerless you know it's like I have so much love and trust and loyalty for 
uh, Jane and Dan, because they know, just like Mark and Catherine, before we're employees, before we're salespeople, before we're account coordinators or Zoom presenters, we're humans first. And, you know, we have real needs. We need to eat food and feed our families and, you know, pick kids up from school. And it's funny because I think maybe management styles in some places are not like that because it is more, you know, rigid or by the book. And it's interesting to see um, the disloyalty that that breeds and how easy um, I know I've talked to, you know, a number of people throughout the years or just observed people where they're in that type of rigid place where they don't have the respect. And so they're constantly trying to break those rules or trying to disobey that rigid structure or policy where for us, I'm like, I feel like I have so much freedom, obviously within the confines of this is what needs to be done. That actually, it makes me work 17 times as hard because I'm like, man, I'm so thankful and I'm so grateful and I never want to let them down. And I never want to be, I have all of the freedom in the world to do whatever the heck I want. And I'm like, no, absolutely not. Like I'm going to work 17 times as hard because that's amazing. So I think that's so counterintuitive in a sense, but I love watching that it works and it obviously works. Um, and I know, obviously, we all appreciate that, I think, within a company, too. It's where we get to be human. And I wish more people would get to the place in their life where they understand that concept. I think some people go their whole lives and they never learn that. So thanks for sharing that and um, just for being vulnerable there. Uh, any questions that you guys um, have of the listeners that maybe we can uh, answer or ask or anything in the comments after this is over. That's a weird question. I've never asked one here before, but I always want to know, like, if you have questions for the community too, just to engage people when this is over. Um, it's a weird maybe one. Ashley. Um, maybe just like opening it up and sharing what you're doing to cope right now. Like, I hate to make this again about, about the pandemic, but Hey, that's where we are. That's where we so are. It's stressful. Like, how, how do you cope? Do you take a day off for yourself? Like, how do you not feel guilty about it? That's a great question. Why, I'd like to yeah, know skincare routines. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I didn't even want to come on camera today because my face is, I'm having a something going on. And these lovely ladies uh, have reminded me daily that like we just need to show up as we are and everybody is human and so i'd like to know skincare routines that's my question for the audience <laughs> yeah how to there's color a, my hair uh, at home please yeah you're, right. you're gonna need that there's a, a woman that i i know she's a tremendous writer and she many years ago wrote a blog post that went viral that's like it's called the mom stays in the picture and she noticed for years and years she'd take these pictures of her kids and she was never in them because she didn't like how she looked and she didn't like this she didn't like that right and she says that she learned from that, like she's always going to be in the picture and she wants one day to look back and, and that, you know, her son was like, your, your hair is so shiny and, and you have such a pretty smile. And like the things that your, your friends and your peers and whatever see of you are never the things you see in yourself, you know? So I know we've all talked about this a million times, but I sure wish anyone, not just women in general would, I mean, Zoom has not helped, but you know, we, we are, you said at the beginning about the amalgamation of all these experiences we have and how we ended up here. It's not, a, that's our experience. You know, all the things in our life, we have the positions we have because we did those things. We've earned whatever is, whatever this is, like we've really, really earned it. So maybe it's not a question. It's just to embrace that, love that about yourself. And maybe, and I, I don't know, I don't always play the women game thing because I think we can be anything. There is no yeah. limit because of our, our gender. I don't raise my daughter that way. I, I think 
you know, I think sometimes like there's no men's groups like that, right? Like, you know, we, we focus a lot on the gender. I think it's just, um, there's just so many opportunities, whether you're a woman or a man that sometimes I think by, by creating so much around the gender that we, we could be hurting ourselves. I think about some of the people I know in very high executive positions of big companies. I think that they're a little hesitant to bring women into those C-level roles because if they do and there's a wrong word said to someone or something can happen, they expose themselves to litigation and it may not just be worth the hassle, right? Right. And so, you know, sometimes we would do better to just approach it of like, we are the best person for this job. Yeah. Um, and take a point from Ashley, just go after what you want. Go after it. You know, if you don't, somebody else will, man or woman or non-binary, someone is gonna go after it. And um, not that I don't love empowering women. I do, don't say that. I just think no, we, we are not limited. You know, we're yeah. not limited by that. Yeah, I definitely, same thing. I'm like, I'm not less men. I'm just, you know, more women or not even that, just that we have, there's a seat at the table if we want to make one for ourselves. You guys are fantastic examples of that. And it might not always be easy for everybody. Um, But I also love that there's a lift as you climb mentality, at least that I know that I've employed. And I know you guys both employ that as well, that we're here to ask for help and that there is a way. Um, And we can be that connective point too sometimes. So there's that. And then absolutely, um, you know, take what you want, go after what you want, make make yourself a seat at the table. I said the other day in a a video that I did for a contest, I'm like, somebody has to win this cooler. It might as well be you. So enter, you know, just take the shot, whatever it is. If you fail, great. At least you you tried. um, But the best thing that can happen is that maybe you'll succeed. So I love or don't, right? Like or don't. Yeah. The thing. As a woman, I've learned like my mom was when she was well, she was a very, very successful woman in the 80s, you know, in the 80s, that was difficult. And I always thought I had to be just like her. I had to be really powerful, successful woman, just like her. And then sometimes you're just like, I don't really want to lean in. Like, I just want to sit down. Like, I just want (laughs) to lay down, right? Like, like, it's also okay for women. If you don't, you see all these high achieving women and you think, oh, it's okay if you just have a good job and you're good to your family and you travel and you enjoy your life and you that's like, that's a successful life too, right? Yeah. Well, that's, that's it. I guess taking your shot depends on what your definition of success is and whatever that is, go after it, wherever that, if that success is, like you said, sitting down, I was at a trade show the other day. I'm like, man, I've had a practice. And so I was like, at what standing? I'm like, yes. (laughs) (laughs) It's been a long time since I've been at a trade show. Like I just need to sit down sometimes, but standing up at sitting down, is that kind of where we're going for? I don't know. And that's, uh, I was at a, a, uh, group study that we're doing this Bob Goff uh, dream big framework and love his books. If you haven't read any of the Bob Goff stuff, he has one that's love does. And then of course, dream big, he's got a couple other ones as well, but the, the first lessons we're going through right now actually talk about clarity. Who are you? What do you want? And how do you plan to get there? And it doesn't have to be climbing up the corporate ladder or anything like that. Um, some of the people that are in the group, it's like, you know, I want to be a really great mom. And uh, some of the other people, you know, they're talking about just singing more or joining a band in their 40s. Some of us just want to get to Friday. Right. Yeah. Like I just, yeah, exactly. Like I just need to make it through the end of the day. So getting really clear on what that goal looks like and then defining who you are, you know, who you want to be and what you need to take to get there. That could mean anything, but don't miss the opportunity to just not go after whatever it is 
you want because you think you're not worthy of it or you're not enough or anything like that. You, if you want it, then you're absolutely capable and you should totally have it. So that's my, yeah, I totally, totally love that. And I think, yeah. So if I had any other questions, I think to ask the group too, would be maybe what do you want and what's stopping you from going after it? Um, and maybe we can help people get there as well. With that, ladies, I won't take any more of your time, but any closing thoughts before we get out of here and go to doctor's appointments and trade shows and back to four year Actually, you, we, you won't be missing much <laughs> in Chicago. You're not there. It's not going to be that fun anyway. <laughs> well, when we without Ashley without there, it won't be that me. fun. Yes. I, I think no, also I want this is just a, a fuzzy time. Like we don't know whether we should go forward or stop or do things or not do things. And so, mm-hmm. you know, we're in a really weird moment in time where we're not sure what we're doing. Yeah. Should we be happy? Should we be scared? Should we be, you know, excited? Should we be worried? Like we don't, we don't know yet. So yeah. I think it's okay for all of us to feel a little bit out of sorts right now. We can stop shooting all over ourselves and just do whatever the heck we want to do. There are no rules. Make them up as we go. <laughs> and you and can send Ashley some hair coloring tips. Yes, please. Oh. <laughs> She's not allowed to get her hair done. Poor girl. Uh, uh, we'll right. I love it. You look beautiful all the time. <laughs> All right, ladies. Well, thank you so much. This has been a wonderful episode of the Badass Moon of Promo podcast. If you have somebody that you'd love to nominate and um, show some love to, nominate them as a Badass Woman of Promo at badasswomenofpromo.com. Make sure you follow us on social media and also thank our sponsors, first and foremost being for the last year and a half, uh, Common Skew. You can find them at commonskew.com or hit these lovely ladies up and they'll tell you all about it. Um, also given ups to Keepsake Box, Coaster Stone Custom, and all made. So thank you guys so much for listening. Hope everything is going well for you. If you need anything else, please always let us know how we can support you and feel free to drop some of those tips in the comments, hair coloring, uh, face routine, (laughs) whatever, uh, how to get rid of the fear of missing out, whatever it is. Anything you got, (laughs) drop it in the comments. Uh, Thank you so much. And we'll talk to you again soon. See you later. Thanks. Bye.